Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, like, yes. So uh, I got to do something cool uh, on Saturday along with my buddy Abe Gordon. We did a broadcast from the Congress Center. It was my first time there, by the way. Wow, was that place impressive. Massive. Um, and very large, very high yeah. ceilings, cathedral sort of feel to it when you walk in. And uh, we did a show from the Atlanta International Auto Show. And first of all, if you haven't seen the pictures, I took a lot of pictures and I posted some of the coolest ones up on my Twitter at C Thomas Radio. Abe did as well. You can follow him at Abe Gordon. And uh, the broadcast was a lot of fun. We met a lot of listeners, people walking by. I, I got to, Mike, you'll, you'll relate to this. Um, I got to experience for the first time while you're live on the air people not realizing exactly what you're doing and walking up to you and trying to talk to you while yep. you're in the middle of a segment with yep. me and Abe going back and forth. And I did feel bad because most of the people got it after a second when we didn't acknowledge them. But there was this poor elderly woman who was looking for the bathroom. And she, for some reason, thought that Abe and I were the people to go up and ask. And you could tell she was at the back end stages of really having to go. And the <laughs> fact that we weren't answering her was getting to her a little bit. Um, and eventually, Eric, the engineer, had to kind of shoo her away, which I kind of felt bad. But I, I hope I hope that woman found the bathroom at some point. The back end stages of needing to go. Yeah. She Just was on the, the way you described it. I can feel the desperation just yeah. by using that terminology. She was on the she was on the seventeenth hole. She really needed to. She really really needed to go. Well, but I understand they had you in the lobby, right? So yes, that, I, I could see where, in defense of that that poor woman, you know, anytime you have a a booth or a tent or something like that in a lobby before you go in it might only be natural to assume you're like an information desk or something like that. Despite so the I, giant 92.9 The Game tent that we're underneath broadcasting from. Well, but if you don't know what 92.9 The Game is, and I, I doubt that lady was a P1 of this radio station, no. uh, I could understand the mistake. She she looked to be around, well, unless it was Mel's wife, because that I think she seemed to be around <laughs> the age, around that age. So you never you never know. But yeah, it was interesting the way that they, so as I said, I'd never been to the Congress Center before. It was interesting the way that they laid it out. They kind of like sanctioned all of the cars and everything off to all of the sides. And then you kind of walk straight through and they lay out like a walkway that splits mm -hmm. in two different directions. So there wouldn't have really been a, a good place for the broadcast to be set up inside of the actual 
presentation center. Um, so I'm actually glad that they put us outside because if we were if we were jammed next to one of these big displays, there basically would have been people tripping all over the broadcast booth to get to the latest, you know, 2024 Nissan Rogue or whatever car was car was on display. Um, so it was really cool. But uh, the one thing I will say, Mike, um, I think that some of the, the car brands, and I won't call anyone out, spent more money on the backdrop display that they have there than on some of the actual cars. There were TVs, there were 3D models, there was like a rainforest set up for one of the car brands. I mean, I didn't realize, but these, these car companies go all out to present their new vehicles, but they did do a really good job. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um... <laughs> going back to the radio row comparison a little bit, like it, it is a competition to have the best looking booth. And at the auto show, you know, these are manufacturers who are trying to sell very, very expensive cars. So they need to go all out to make the best possible impression. Who had the rainforest, by the way? I'm just curious. That was uh Nissan actually, as a matter of Nissan. fact, they, were so there they, electric vehicles or, no, or? They, there was nigh an electric vehicle to be found, at really? least at least on prominent display. Okay. If they were there, they were just sort of mixed in with the rest, but there was not not an effort made to showcase or broadcast any electric vehicle, which was interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I wonder why. But, uh, you know, I did see your photos on Twitter when I was up in Columbus on Saturday, and um, it looked like there were some really, really beautiful automobiles there. I would have a lot of trouble at a car show being restrained with my thoughts on, Oh yeah, I want that one. Yeah. Or I, want that one. I mean, you can't afford any of it anyway. So I guess that would probably help, but um, I fall in love very, very quickly fall in love at first sight with cars. And um, the auto show is um, could be dangerous for, for people that again, I don't have disposable income, but if you had disposable income and you loved cars, that can be, uh, uh, it can be challenging to restrain yourself. And uh, I love the photos of what, what you posted on Twitter. I mean, there were some really beautiful cars. I think it's a fun event to be at in general. Uh, we used to do a lot of auto show remotes before the pandemic. I'm glad they're starting to come back now because um, a lot of people who attend the auto show are listeners of our radio station. They're guys. Uh, they do a lot of driving. I'm sure you saw a lot of trucks, a lot of work trucks, a lot of kind of fleet-type vehicles oh, yeah. on display there. We have a lot of fleet drivers who listen to the radio station. So it's a good opportunity for us to get in front of our listeners, even those who don't need to find the bathroom. Yes, exactly. So to the crux of the story now we go. Yes. where uh, So we get in, we're setting up, and Abe and I are kind of checking out the place. And there is a booth that's – diagonal from us it's not directly across from us and they are blasting country music like obvious in effort to draw people in to their booth playing the country hits of today i don't know if there was a radio station there or if they were just playing a radio station but there was very loud country music so i believe in an effort to keep up with the volume our very own sister station v103 which was set up about five to seven feet from where we were um, pump up the volume, pump up the volume as the song. So, so eloquently sang. So there was a sort of a hip hop versus country music battle going on between these two booths. 
And V103 was winning. And V103 was winning by a large margin. And here's how I know why. The amount of people that started to walk by that then heard the music and started breaking out into dancing as they were walking by the V103 booth, it was a 10 to 1 margin. So right. v, V103 was absolutely kicking butt in that regard. And they had Greg Street there, one of the, you know, the afternoon drive DJ. So people were loving seeing him. But apparently, even though we're at the Congress Center at an auto show, uh, the security folk did not take too kindly to this uh, <laughs> BPM battle, we'll call it, between the country station and V103. And they stormed over while Ga- while Abe and I were on the air, and apparently were told that if we didn't calm down, that we would be forcibly removed from the premises, meaning all of the booths, not just us, not just V one hundred three, not just the country station across. Wait the a minute! Whoa, 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 hold on! That doesn't seem fair, though. I know. Like, that seems like kind of a a broad stroke punishment for and. For that matter, I'm going to believe, because I've been at many V103 remotes before, I'm going to believe that uh, V103 wasn't, it, like, they couldn't have been doing anything that was out of order or anything like that. No, they were just playing music. It was yeah. it was family-friendly. There were no curses. Yeah. It was it was all good. But, but they just had to not be drowned out by the country music that was playing across the way from them. So it was... They had to, both of the stations had to keep their volume at a certain level. And I guess that was against the decorum of the Atlanta International Auto Show. Again, like, I picture auto shows as kind of being part, not necessarily party atmospheres, but very, very fun. Yes. You mentioned the displays and the lighting and all of that. Like, I would think there would be a lot of special lighting effects and music effects all over the place. Like, I'm not saying it's like walking into a Dave and Buster's, but it's not like walking into a library either. No. Someone's got to bring the soundtrack. Exactly. And here's the thing. Like I said, it's not like there was a bunch of angry people. It was the exact opposite. People were walking by and busting out their best dance moves as they walk by the V103 tent. So I don't understand where all of the hubbub and the commotion came from. People were enjoying the heck out of it. <laughs> so I listen, I don't know. All so I know how, how did the situation resolve itself? Because so, you obviously got to continue. Yes. So uh Eric the engineer came over and he was huffing and puffing and basically said that uh we need to turn it down, otherwise we're all gonna get the boot. So V103, the country station, and 929 the game all turned it down to almost an audible whisper so that you kind of had to sneak in a little bit towards the tents to hear what was going on. But we made the most of it and we had a blast. I know myself and Abe had a ton of fun broadcasting and during the commercial breaks, Abe and I, you know, being the awkward, you know, white dudes that we were, we were still, you know, grooving to the V103 music too. We were having a blast, but none of that surprises me. How did you like working with Abe? Like that, that's a strong duo. You and Abe, that is a very, very strong duo. Well, we are both highly opinionated, highly energetic folk. Um, It was a blast, honestly. Um, 
I've gotten to work now with a, a few of the different uh, guys and gals at the radio station doing shows with, and that was definitely one of the most fun ones for me because there was never one iota of a second where it felt like things were grinding or moving slowly or there was nothing to talk about because when you get two guys together that uh, share as many strong opinions as we do, you know, the segments go by quick. I'll put it, I'll put it that way. 